Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But for whoever leaked the video, <clears throat> it did the same thing to me that is intended to do to the world. It's an audio-less video. It's a video that cuts to me walking right to him. The video serves the purpose that it was supposed to serve. And it had me in the same mind state of like, wow, this is terrible. This is awful. And by the way, it is terrible and it is awful. How do I sound now? I sound okay? Did you ask Pop that question? Let's do it. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. Okay, it's a scary, scary times, man. You know, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Ready to rock and roll, everybody. And we got another edition of Hoops and Jason on the Athletic MBA Show. David Aldridge here in D.C. Marcus and C.J. Holmes from the San Francisco Chronicle, our guy out in the Bay with some developments <laughs> the last few days. What happened today? Did, did, did we taping this on Tuesday? Did your man talk today? No, JP. Still no, JP. He ain't talk? Ah, man, he got to go at his own time, man. He got to, you know, he got heat controlling the car. <laughs> he's trying to, he's trying to. He's trying to secure that bag so. first. Then he'll talk all, all we want him to talk. So. <laughs> he's got the bag. He's, got, he's the most guaranteed bag-getting guy in the world now. Leverage. <laughs> my man is, is his, he is, oh my God. He's got all the cards. He's got four, four aces. I mean, you know, like. DA, I want to hear your, your take on it. Your, uh, you know, there's been a lot of uh, dialogue about it. A lot of. A lot of talk yeah. about what should ha- what should have happened, who should have been ready for what, how these things go down, what pushes right. mean, what shoved mean, what's right and wrong. We sometimes we just need an OG perspective. So I I, <laughs> I, I need I need my OG to talk to me. Da, how many forceful strikes have well, you seen in all of your years covering NBA? <laughs> how many fights in practice? <laughs> Quite a few. <laughs> Quite a few. But see, that's why they don't let people in practice anymore. Because we used to be able to mm-hmm. watch practice. <laughs> you know, like, um, back in the day. But, um, ah, you know, I think, you, I'm sure you said it, Marcus, or somebody said it. The tape changes everything, right? The tape changes everything. Donald Sterling is the most virulent racist. The league's known about it for 20 years. And they didn't do nothing about it until there was a tape. Until there's a tape, now they do something about it. So, yeah, I mean... The, the the optics are horrible for Draymond. Just horrible. I mean, it just looks bad. My man, Ronnie Adams. So I love Ronnie Adams. Ronnie, <laughs> Ronnie was like, I am too old to be jumping in between you fools. <laughs> Ron was looking like he was thinking, this is interesting. No, no, it was hands on the hips, though. Right. It was hands on the hips, though. Just like, would you, would you, would you look at this? <laughs> this... This could escalate. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So I, I guess I am a little surprised that that there's a feeling based on all of your years of experience covering this team that this really was, this is really bad for Draymond. 
This is not just he lost his cool, he snapped, he had a bad day. This is some some lines were crossed, some trusts were violated, and you know he's going to have to do a lot of work to restore that and repair the damage that was done. And if we knew everything that happened, but we didn't have the tape, do we? Do you think that would still be the case? I don't case? think we're talking about this anymore. There wasn't tape because you know the. I think the organization did as well as the job as they could. You know, trying to you know, appease the media and calm it down and, you know, make, make the, you know, perception that this isn't a big deal. You know, this happens, you know, that's what Bob Meyer stepped up to the podium and said, uh, what was it last Wednesday? But, um, you know, like Marcus said, like you said, the video just changed it everything. And, um, you know, at that point it's in the court of public perception, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's bad, man. It's bad. Um, and it's, you know, I still am. I'm still not convinced that this is the glide path to getting rid of Draymond. I don't see that because at the end of the day, they know what he brings to that to that mix, right? And there's just nobody that they can. There's nobody that can recreate that alchemy that Draymond brings to the table, you know. And 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 also, you know, because he's been there, he's proven that he's a vital part of, of the championships. And so while I know that there was real damage done and there was, and there's real issues that he's going to have to fix, I still am not convinced that this just gives them the out to get rid of him. Like, DA, DA like, like man, in the end, who's guarding Jokic? Like, answer that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. It's not, it's not Jonathan Kaminga. I know that. Exactly. I mean, this is the Dennis. This is Dennis Rodman. No, yo, man, Dennis. Dennis took left during the finals <laughs> to do a WWE to do it. End up whatever wrestling he was with. He left during the finals <laughs> to tape a wrestling event. Like, hey, man, we still need somebody to guard Carl Malone. Right, exactly. And he was out there the next day guarding Carl Malone, right? <laughs> Here's what makes this interesting. I want to get um, CJ's thoughts on this. If a big, big part of what Draymond does is lead, right? And especially once they decided to do this two-timeline thing where you got these youngsters playing with these old heads, then Draymond becomes vital because he's helping them learn how to play, learn the warrior system. So now you got to wonder... Are they listening? Can he do that? Or is that part of what he brings to the team just not valid anymore? And, you know, CJ, you you know, you talk to the young players a lot. Do you feel like Draymond still has that kind of clout? Because we just saw a video I was watching earlier where Jordan Poole wins the title and he's crying on Draymond's shoulder, right? He's like tears and Draymond's got his arm around him and they're big brother and little brother. Can he, can he still be that or is that part now kind of in, in, in jeopardy? I don't know. I think he could possibly still be that to others. You know, we've had a couple of guys come up to the podium in recent days, like Mo, uh, Moses, a couple other young guys. And it doesn't seem like they've like completely alienated Draymond in a sense. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if it takes Jordan, you know, a couple of weeks to come back around. Because at the end of the day, these guys are brothers, right? They're in the locker room, they grind together and, Unfortunately, the, unfortunately, these things happen from time to time. Um, it doesn't excuse Draymond's actions. You know, that's, you know, you know, 
you can't you can't take a swing at, at your young teammate like that. I think when Marcus called it, you know, that's the that's the that's big bro. That's OG. You know, as OG, as big bro, you got a kind of responsibility to just not do things like that. That's like something uh, you would expect from a 23-year-old Draymond Green, not a 32-year-old Draymond Green. Um, I think it'll take some work for him to get the locker room back, but I don't think it'll it's necessarily gone at the end of the day. They do appreciate what Draymond brings to the table. You know, they need that energy. Draymond is you know, part of what they are as a team, right? So although I do think it will take him some time to get the locker room back, I don't think it's necessarily a situation where it's, you know, he's going to be alienated and like pushed out from here, like on forward. Yeah. DA, I wonder what CJ, who uh, played at Auburn, has seen in practice that he like, this stuff yeah, happens all the, the time. You ever saw, yeah. Horrible things, horrible things. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible things. Look, all right, great. look, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to compare situations, but you know, for the sake of the pod, I'll, I'll play a little story. I won't bring out no names, but I remember yeah, walking into Auburn Arena one morning, and there was some a beef between two of our players and practiced the day before, right? So we all like we had practice that night, and we come back in the morning, you know, for our next for shoot arounds. We got a game that day. Tell me why a dude pulls a knife. On dude in front of Auburn Arena. And I say it to say this. Two days later, they threw a joint birthday party and everything was fine. <laughs> so right. what I'm saying is, like, uh, that, of course, that's an ex- extreme example, right? But these things happen. Like, I am on, like, the side of that these things happen. I'm not excusing Draymond's actions or any of that nature, but these things happen. And, you know, th- things are kind of tense for a while. And then you move on till the next thing happens. Marcus, my boy, my my boy went. White man can't jump on you. I'm gonna, yeah. go, I'm gonna go to my car. Get call, my other gun. <laughs> Shoot all of you. People <laughs> say, "Yo, man, that dude put out a knife on him," and then they threw a joint party. I'd be throwing a joint party too if somebody put a knife on me. Like, man, whatever you need. <laughs> what, what was Bruce Pearl running? Oh, man. Right. Just <laughs> <laughs> pull a knife. Uh, uh, you were da in, in your spot. One of the one of the most wild situations happened between Gilbert Arenas and, oh, sure. and, and Javaris yeah. Crittenden. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you can't. Can't, you can't be bringing no firearms <laughs> to the joint. <laughs> you know it was bringing straps to work. Like. Just grizzle, grizzled-ass veterans looking at me like, yo, man, your boy. <laughs> we, we can't play with your boy no more. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, cro- that crossed the line. It could not be uncrossed after that, you know. But the funny thing is that they, they tried to bring him back because there's that famous photo when he came back. And they're in Philly, and they're in the huddle before the game. And my boy, start, my boy, does the finger guns and starts shooting. Mm. And every, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> like, oh my god, Gilbert, come on, bro, <laughs> read the room, hey, man. No, no chill, Gil, man. No, zero. Hey, let me ask y'all this: If obviously, you know, when we look at the film or the footage of the altercation between Jordan and Draymond, you know, Draymond makes his way across the court, kind of. Gets in Jordan's personal space. Jordan pushes him. If Jordan doesn't push Draymond, does Draymond still swing? I don't know. I, 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 think, I can't. I don't know. Yeah, Just I'm, judging by my, you know, amateur forensics, <laughs> <laughs> I think Draymond was going to get Jordan to swing no matter what. I think he, he went over there. Yeah, he, he went over there mood, like, man. do something. Do something. 
So yeah, I you know, and I don't know, I don't know if it was he was just going to swing on the first guy that stepped to him, or if he yeah. was just locked in on Jordan, like I'm gonna mess him up today. You know, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, we don't know what's in his mind, but I know what that walk looked like. Now he said he said something very interesting at his presser on Sat was it Saturday when he talked? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, I mean, I thought it was very. I mean, look, you can you can be very reflective and still do something stupid. Don't get me wrong. He did something stupid. That was that was wrong. But I thought he he exp- he explained himself in a way that I thought was was very, you know, I think kind of impressive to me. Like he didn't he didn't hide. He didn't, you know, speak in cliches. He said he has a lot of work to do on himself. But he mentioned one thing that I think is interesting, which is assuming he's back by ring night. He said, look, these the families might have some <laughs> issues with one another. And I hadn't even thought about that, but that's true. Like, and so how much of that going forward do you think Bob Myers and, and the organization have to kind of deal with or they have to kind of address? Especially considering today, like uh Draymond's mom, you know, went on social and kind of defended him. Uh right. You know, not I mean, she didn't say what he did was right, but she was saying, you know. Hey man, he he shoved, he got shoved and responded. End of story. Right. Uh, I don't know how Ooh's mom might take that. You know what right. I'm saying? Like that yeah, might yeah. make a little like so yeah, man, there's so many layers that have to be figured out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's so many uh like people who kind of gotta get involved and do some work to work on yeah. it. So, but at some point though, no matter how it works. Like people just have to take a higher road. I thought Draymond did that at his press conference, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He he just decided, man. Whatever, whatever right I have, right? Whatever mindset, you know, whatever reason I could use to say that would give me any leeway, I'm rejecting yeah. it, right? Like, right, he, right, right, He right, had yeah. to take at some point. You got to take. A, he had to. Somebody's got to do that, and he did that. that to me, that was important. Like now it's like, can it stay there? Can can you get everybody in line on that? Because one, I mean, like he said it, you know, they, his parents had to see that, yeah. you know? And I know like you fast forward Draymond to, you know, where Draymond Jr. is 23. And can you, how would Draymond respond if, if somebody stole his son? For whatever reason, yeah. it don't matter if you watch your son yeah. get pulled on. Like Draymond probably taking a fight somewhere. Like you got to see me about <laughs> <laughs> about right, hitting right, my son. Right, right. So, like, I think that's a really kind of sensitive part of the situation that still has to be kind of developed. But I thought he started the, the recovery process by saying, hey, man, it's not even about me. It's about Jordan. Like, yeah. whatever Jordan needs. To me, that was important. Uh, that's kind of got to stick in order for it to work, I think. You know, one thing from the press conference one aspect of what Draymond said that I took away is because the thing is we still don't know the, you know, he brought up that the video was probably cut in a certain way and we still don't know the full details of what happened because like, you know, I think Draymond was sincere and pretty apologetic when he was at the podium. But at the same time, one thing that caught, caught my, caught my ears is when he said, you know, there are certain elements of this situation that would probably change people's opinions. But I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to, you know, as <laughs> Draymond saying, he had to get that out of these things, but I'm not here to talk about that. But that's not like, right. but we just don't know the 
fool. Because I, I can only get so down on Draymond because there's two sides to every story. We still have not heard Jordan speak. We still have not heard Jordan talk about the situation. And we pro- there, there are certain elements of this that we're probably never going to know, right? But yeah, I just, yeah. considering how, like, you know, I went with the team in Japan, you know, everything seemed fine. They're kissing babies. They are doing community <laughs> events. It just seems like one big happy family. And then literally they get back and three days later, people are scrapping in their practice gym. So there's this, there is, you know, some people want to play, oh, maybe Draymond salty about the contract situations. You know, maybe that is the case. Maybe it's not the case. Draymond shot it down. The organization shot it down. But there are elements of all this that we don't understand. So for me, it's, 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 I can't, I can't completely make Jordan a victim and I can't completely blame Draymond for the situation. There's just stuff that we don't know. Yeah. Well, I can because, <laughs> <laughs> because I believe no matter what it is, Draymond is a good enough uh, individual, a good enough human to find a better way. Like it doesn't, yeah. it just doesn't matter. And I think Draymond knows that Draymond is a good enough person to find a better way, a more productive way, one that doesn't harm the team, one that doesn't disappoint the people who rely on him, one that doesn't put the championship in jeopardy, one that doesn't put his own money in jeopardy, right? Like, like so no matter what the situation is, more than even Jordan Poole, who's 23 years old, I know Draymond to be better. Mm-hmm. And if he's better, like, I know Draymond to be smart enough to figure out another way to handle that. And I think that's what he put on himself when he said that. Like it, what it, like it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously there are some things that could be said that would completely justify that. But if, yeah. the, if those things were the case, they weren't going to win anyway, right? right. <laughs> like it was, right. it was doomed anyway. <laughs> there was right. already a major problem inside. But yeah, I just, I just believe that while Draymond is a dude who I feel like is tough and is ready to squab and you know and all of those things, I think. It's it's a he's discredit smart. to him to act like that's all he is. Right, right? He's I smart. think he's, he's got more guy. than that to him, and I, yeah. I believe in that part. I believe in that part of Draymond. Yeah, yeah. Do we? I, do we know yet? Like I, I know some teams farm video, their videos out, their videotaping out. It doesn't necessarily have to be a member of the organization. It could be a third party. Do we know where that is yet? Well, I actually wanted to reveal on Hoops Adjacent exactly who leaked the video. Okay, there we go. And some news you know, this here. is breaking some news you know, on our show. Uh, it was indeed CJ Holmes. So I got you here so you can tell us how much you got paid. You, <laughs> you go. know, don't do that. Don't so, do that, Marcus. Because actually, uh, I was looking at my Instagram this morning, and out of nowhere, somebody commented on one of my pictures. I heard you sold the fish for 5K. So now they're going to start researching me, man. You'll be saying stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't do nothing, man. I was chilling. (laughs) I ain't doing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it wasn't CJ. I'm I'm saying on the record it wasn't wasn't CJ. DA, there's some people who are like a little bit low-key mad that it seems like Steve is a – Steve seems more angry about the video than well, the than the, than the Draymond thing. But if if you just look at the uniqueness of both situations, yeah, clearly the video leaking is the most unique thing. That is exactly. like a news a exactly. news we talk about. And you don't you don't write about a dog uh, bite man, right? Right. You write right. about man biting dog. Like that's yeah. man biting dog, right? Right. 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 Video right, right. leaking. I ain't yeah, never seen yeah. that before. No, I look. Look, I think 
you know, multiple things can be true at the same time, right? Like, I mean, Steve's worried about Jordan Poole. He's worried about his team. He's worried about Draymond and trying to reincorporate him. If he can reincorporate him, I mean, he's worried about those things. But there's also a part of any team that would feel like, man, somebody like this is foul that somebody put this out there. (laughs) You know, like, you know, we're supposed to be a family. And I know that's a cliche and stupid because families don't get paid millions of dollars a year to be with each other. But um, but, you know, there's a there is a sanctity. I think players I think this is legit. Players do view the locker room and the practice court as a sanctuary and a place where they can be their most real selves when they need to be. Um, and they know that over the course of the season, there's going to be arguments, not not fist fights like that, but there's going to be disagreements, yelling, screaming, cussing, all that sort of thing. And you can't have those moments just broadcast out of context, without context, to the world that doesn't understand it. You know, they just don't. If you haven't been on a team, you don't understand the dynamics of a team. And it's just, it's different. It's not like an office, you know, it just isn't like, so you have to, I can understand Steve being very salty about that, especially if it's somebody that works in the organization. And again, we don't know that. I don't know that. Um, But the fact that it got out is kind of foul, you know, but it got, it doesn't mean it wasn't important that it got out because it was. I believe. I think it was. I believe. I think it was important for people to know that that this was not just your garden variety. Guys come together, grab each other's jersey, and it's squashed in three seconds. This was not that. Yeah, I believe the exact phrase Steve used is the sanctity of the locker room has been under assault for a while now. What do you think of that? Yeah. Yeah. I felt. Yeah. I felt attacked. I felt that was personal. <laughs> like, dang, Steve, you don't want me to break nothing? Come on, man. I'm, a, I'm just trying to earn a living, Steve. Well, as it, you know, I think, well, I, you know, I hope, I think Steve understands this, but, you know, this isn't, even the Bulls, as, as, as universal as they were, was not like media is today. It just is different. It's a different animal than it was 25 years ago. Um, and you ain't never putting that genie back in a bottle. You know, and coaches, I've, I've had coaches, you know, tell me that they just, they just hate the, the sideline interviews during games. And, and I always point out that you are, you are under no obligation to accept the $10 million you're getting from my network to do this game. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you, you can walk away, you can go coach high schools and make, you know, make 75000 a year. You can do that. <laughs> you choose to work here where you make $10 million a year. Well, part of that ten million comes from the TV network, so that's the deal. That's life in a big city. You know what I mean? Like, so what? You know, so you you can't. I understand his anger, but he's in a business. It's not a basketball team. You know what I mean? It's a it's a it's an entertainment company, really. Especially I mean, not this team, right? That's like, what I'm saying. That's what I mean. The Warriors go, are not I mean, a basketball team. He he can go coach. You know, it's plenty of other places he can go coach exactly. if he wants. <laughs> if he wants to preserve that sanctity, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it's, what I'm saying. Uh, yes. To me, I, I do think the difficult part, and that video is definitely next level. That video getting out, it's like another frontier. Yes. of this invasion, right? right. Like, yeah, this I, is the Sacramento this, Kings. That video probably doesn't get out. But they're the Golden State Warriors, right. you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But that's 
the gift and the curse. They also benefit from that, right? They also right, right, right. make a lot of money from sure. that. Yeah. But but this yeah. the the different the unique part about this is I, I do think one thing about locker rooms in general is like this, that's where the sausage gets made, right? And mm-hmm. if people saw that, they probably wouldn't like what they see, but I also wouldn't understand it. Yes. But also it's not the finished product either. Right, right. Right. So and that's the thing, like, you know, they're getting in people, you know, like Jonathan Kaminga is not the guy he's going to be. And part of who he's going to be is literally being worked on now. But if people yeah. see that now, and I don't know, I'm not saying Jonathan Kaminga has some like flaws about him that you know people would know. I'm just saying because he's so young. Like yeah. you, you get to you see people and how they act and how they behave, you may not like it. But this is the process of development. Like this is right. the growth, right? You expect the Steph Curry. If you if you saw Steph Curry behind the scenes, you would expect, okay, like Steph is a professional. He's learned this, et cetera. But even if something as simple as like you see people playing too much in practice, right? Yeah. Or not. Yeah. I remember, you know, Don Don uh, Nelson used to get on Monte about, man, you need to be on time for practice. Like not here with your with your shoes in your hands and all that, not ready you to be on the court, but like stuff like that is a part yeah, of yeah. growth process. So if you, Steve, who's like in charge of development, you know, like, like he's got to be able to develop in privacy. Otherwise, sure, if it's sure. all out on display, just get all the cameras out and turn it to the reality well, show. I mean, that's why when the last dance, the people was, were shocked at the last dance, right? They're like, they couldn't believe MJ got on people, but that's that. To your point, that's how he figured, found out who was tough mentally and who could handle it and who would be ready. You know, when the moment came, <clears throat> including when he got in the fight with Steve. You know, but that was the fact that Steve hit him back. The Steve punched him, let him know that Steve's that Steve is a is is a dog. He's got some dog in him. You know what I mean? And and he's not going to back down. And that matters, but you, but how do you find that out otherwise? You don't you have know, to go to the extreme of Michael Jordan, but yeah. it does happen in the course of a season that there's there's moments where you're tested. You know, CJ ain't the same guy who pulled a knife on his teammate outside. That's of right. <laughs> That's right. He's grown. Trying to say it was that. trying to say it was his first. So can an argument be made that Draymond was trying to see if Jordan had that dog? I mean, yeah, but that's not how you do it. Obviously, <laughs> you can't do it that way. You know. And again, I think I think Jordan's answered all of the questions about his his basketball acumen and toughness and, and resolve and all that sort of thing. So I don't think that would hold water as an argument before a jury. Yeah, I know it was just a preseason. <laughs> no, I was game. just trying to test him, Your Honor. And it's like I know it was just a preseason game, but like talking about how Jordan has handled this. I mean, with all everything that's gone on this past week, and for him to go out there and drop twenty five in a game, I mean that's. That, that that speaks to that dog. I mean, he let he let his game speak for him. And that's just always been who Jordan yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And that's why I think it'll be fascinating to see, because he has so much leverage, how he handles this when he speaks, whenever he speaks about this publicly. Will he will he say it wasn't a big deal? Will he say it was a big deal, but I'm but I'm past it. It's not a big it's I've squashed it. Or yeah, we got this is not I can't. Not, I can't play with this guy, but yeah, this is, there's still some things we got to work on here for this to be right in my head. So I'll be fascinated to see. Y'all know him better than I do. Um, I, I think he keeps his, you know, he keeps him moving, it seems like to me. He does not really, you know, stand on any particular point for very long. Um, 
How do you think he responds whenever he talks? I mean, we only going to get 90 seconds either way, so. You think so? <laughs> that, that's his little rule. He only give us 90 seconds. 90 seconds needed. He's like, here we go. Y'all got 90 seconds. <laughs> Is that right? I did not know he had, he put time limits on you. That's crazy. I do <laughs> think that preseason game was a sign, though. Like, yeah. But JP about to get, but like, even, like, we hadn't seen the video yet, but we saw him afterwards, right? So it's like that, that practice happened. We were there. We were unaware anything happened. Yeah. So you can see Jordan Poole shooting by himself. First off, I'm like, I'll notice he's making shots. I'm like, hey, JP's jump still there, right? right. And then, you know, you see him smiling, talking to a couple teammates. Then you find out later, like, that was after the altercation. Right. So it's like, I mean, if one thing we learned about Jordan Poole, like, even after the same day after he, this incident happened, he was out there getting buckets. Then he go the first game against the Lakers, he gets buckets, like, this dude's going to get – he's going to get buckets. It's, it's, right. Like, that's who he is, right? It's not going to change. He's already shown that to me. But even if it was a preseason game, I'm with you, CJ. Like, that was a sign. Like, oh, ain't nothing stops. Like, this show is going. Like, I'm I'm, about, I'm cooking you if you, ain't, if you ain't ready. A statement. That was a statement for sure. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for summer and warmer days. I know I'm looking outside right now. Sun's out. Birds are chirping. It's time to start getting outside. Uh, I know that I like to get outside and play basketball with my kids. And honestly, I need to get into a fitness routine in order to keep up with these guys. And Peloton is there for me. Peloton's varying class links were designed with your training plan in mind. Personalize your workout, whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class, or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance. Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. Peloton's classes were made to challenge you. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you're already excelling in. Peloton's program and instruction push you to be your best. Their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run indoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. So where did they, where did they go from here? I know we want to keep it a little shorter today. So what, what happens, like, Jordan's going to get paid whatever he gets paid. The question of Draymond and and the question of Draymond and staying on the team is different from the question of Draymond getting paid, right? You know what I mean? Like, you can want to keep him, you just may not be able to afford him because of the luxury tax. How do they, with this information, resolve that situation? You know, ultimately, is it going to be we have to wait, we have to get through this season and see, or do you think they've already made up their mind? No, I think they need this season. Yeah. I think I think they need this season. I mean, what happens if they win a title? Right. What if what if both are great and they win a title? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. Maybe that's like, yeah, we got the most out you. So you really got to go now, right? <laughs> we right. ain't getting no right. more than this. You ain't winning three. So <laughs> we might as well do it now. But or like, you know, winning winning cures all. I, I think they need to see. And 
I'm not saying it was just a preseason game, CJ, but uh, that defense was not looking that great. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess the thing is, you know, earlier when we were talking about how does Draymond win the locker room back, well, the best way you can win the locker room back is by leading by example, by going out there and playing good basketball. So in light of all this, you know, whenever Draymond does return to the team, we could see one of the, you know, better versions of him we've seen in a while because he has that extra layer of motivation. If you get if you get a full season of high-level Draymond Green on and high-level Jordan Poole, high-level Andrew Wiggins, I mean, I do not envy the decisions that Bob Myers is going to have to make this offseason. I do wonder, let me get you out on this, because I, I do wonder about Steph's role in this. Because Steph is is such a don that he could go. They will have to do whatever he wants them to do, right? Like they can't not do what he wants to do. How do you think he goes about deciding what he thinks is the best course of action? I think again, that's a they need to see because yeah. I don't think this is one of those things that is solved with like, hey man, I've been good for a month. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, right. I, right. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I think they need to know, like, this won't ever happen again. And how can you know that, right? How long does it take to know that? Uh, does it take a month, six months? Does it take being in a situation where everybody's like, is he about to go off? And then he doesn't, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I do feel like he'll he'll always have Steph on his side, Draymond, no matter what. Like, they're they're like brothers. But when it comes to like this locker room dynamic, I think they all just need to see that this isn't at play for happening again. This ain't like, hey, man, don't get kicked out of a game down the stretch because we're going to lose the game. Like, like it's like, listen, man, you, we can't just be having our young G stolen in the middle of practice. Right. Like, we yeah. can't function if that's the potential. So, I feel like it's like on Draymond to go out there and show it. And to CJ's point, like if you're just looking at this from a hoop perspective, shoot, this might this might be ideal. Draymond like literally has like little room for error and got to play great, not only for to improve his chance of staying with the Warriors, but whatever value he had outside of the Warriors is largely due to his leadership, right? Like. If somebody want to pay him $30 million, it's because, like, hey, man, we need a champion in here. Come in here and teach our young guy. Well, if they think he's going to steal on them, then they probably, you know what I'm saying? So he's got to do that for his whole, like, to re- kind of rebuild his reputation. So you, right. a, a motivated Draymond, though, is usually a, a problem for the rest of the league. No question. No question. No question. All right, gents. I appreciate y'all jumping in. We, I, th- I thought we needed to talk about this. I know a lot of people have talked about it, but you know, it's the biggest the biggest story about the biggest team in the league right now. So you have to address it. So I appreciate it. Appreciate y'all both jumping in, CJ, Young Gun. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, don't don't pull no knives on nobody no more, please. <laughs> it's a bad look. It's a bad look. Hey, so. I might come in one day and just you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I had the young buck. No, no, CJ, a college athlete. I ain't fooling with him. No, he athlete. He he got got scholarship money. No more these days, man. (laughs) I'm trying to tell you. All right, leave that five-star review on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get this fine American podcast. Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. If they can't leave the five stars, what do they need to do? Keep it to yourselves, you haters. Or we gonna have CJ waiting for you outside with that knife. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>